0: Hi, I'm Isabel Prosper. Welcome to the First Time Moms Beyond 35 podcast. In today's episode, I'm speaking with Alexis, who is married with one child, which she conceived through IVF, and she's now on her second IVF journey for baby number two. Alexis and her husband, Scott, are documenting their story on their YouTube channel, We Are the Moorings. Take a listen and be encouraged by her story. I am here today with Alexis, and she's going to share a bit about herself um she's on the IVF journey number two and she's also uh sharing her story her whole journey on her youtube channel we are the moorings so you'll want to check that out um Alexis hello thanks for being here with us how are you I'm doing good how are you it's nice to be here excellent excellent thank you
1: um so before we get into your journey can you share just a little about you sure I'm 45 years old I became a first-time mom at 42 when I conceived via IVF, my first daughter. And now here we are, trying for number two at 45. Uh, My husband and and I have been married for uh, 15 years now. And it was a bit of an interesting story because initially, I didn't want to have any children. Um, Mm -hmm. And now we are 15 years later with a two-year-old. Something that led you to want to have a child now? Well, you know, it's funny because um, at first I didn't want any children and then five years passed, you know, I fell in love and pictured the house and the picket fence and, you know, what comes comes with that uh, baby. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. five years into our marriage, I'm like, you know, I really want to have one and he really didn't. And, you know, we had conversations and we figured, let's see what happens. So he Mm -hmm. went into the secondary reversal because he had done that before we were married. He has children from mm-hmm. his marriage. And mm-hmm. so here we are five years into our marriage, the second reversal. And we figured, you know, if it didn't work then it didn't work and we tried. And yeah, it, so... it didn't work.
0: <laughs> well, well, that, that to me speaks volumes because you had the odds, the odds were not necessarily in your favor um, but everything presented itself in your favor in the end. So that's a, a beautiful outcome.
1: Yeah,
0: um, can, yeah c- congratulations. Can you give us um, the background on the success that you had in that first journey? So obviously, we know the end result was success, but like along the way, um, were there some things you discovered, like, I don't know, doing acupuncture or something like this
1: to you help? Know, they say that you know, it depends on who you ask. Some Mm -hmm. of those, uh, that doctors say it helps because it relaxes you, but it doesn't really impact at quality. Um, Supplements, they say it may help, but there are no studies that shows that it really does. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was really interesting for me because the odds were not in my favor. Even now, um, for my first IVF, they said that I would have a 10% chance of conceiving, and within that if, if I did conceive, I had an 80% chance of miscarriage. And it's basically because, you know, my egg quality as as a person of a mature age um, mm-hmm. is not that good anymore. So we took those odds anyway and proceeded with um, IVF. But what we did do was try to stack the deck as much as we could. So. I researched, I read books, I watched YouTube, I Googled mm-hmm. and um, took all the supplements that I could possibly take that I thought would help by increase the chances of conceiving. And mm-hmm. so did my husband. And that's how we went forward and and I think gave us the best odds. Um, mm-hmm. although I can't say whether or not those supplements actually impacted
0: the outcome. Sure, 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 I understand. So I mean, we know that there's a lot of stress that can come along through that process, and um, you obviously need an outlet, someone to talk to, throughout that. Um, was there anyone else that you talked to besides your husband as you were going through this process?
1: Honestly, I didn't. I didn't. I told two of my friends, um, mm-hmm. and I don't have a, a. I moved here for work um, in the state that I live in. And I don't Mm -hmm. have many friends locally. And all my friends live in all across the US and Mm -hmm. none of them are in the same position as me. You know, they either decided not to have children or if they did have children, their children are grown or older. So Mm -hmm. I didn't really want to talk to them about IVF just because I didn't know anyone that had gone through the process. And I didn't know if they would relate. And then I didn't want to tell anyone because if it didn't work, then no one would be the wiser. So it was just me and YouTube, And that's actually, God. I'm sorry,
0: go ahead. I was going to say, thank God for technology because that is what's helping us, you know, get all the information that we need and, and then find people that we can, um, you know, get support from.
1: Correct, that connection, you know, even though they're not there physically, you don't feel alone because everyone else out there is going through the same thing that you're going through.
0: Right. Um, um, did you ever come across, you know, sp- the, the thought of spiritual and, and mental health and, and how you can reduce your stress? Any significance there in the, you know, I
1: think the story? I spiritual and, and the mental health is, is key to any aspect of your life whether it be infertility you know family life work life that is the core of who we are if we don't have it together spiritually and mentally it's just not going to work so i think you have to strive to maintain that balance which is definitely very hard to do in our modern mm-hmm. time but it's something that you have to work on on a daily mm-hmm. basis in order to be okay how did you do it you know, that's a good question because I trying to figure it out. I think it's yeah. the little things. I think it's, you know, waking up, feeling blessed for the things that you have and knowing mm-hmm. that you're doing the best thing that you can possibly do to be okay with who you are and where you are in life. Um, and I think it's the little things, you know, watching nature, looking out the window, you know, just being in tune with nature and who you are as part of that makes it, it makes the process just go along a little better.
0: Yeah, um, sure. It's like
1: um, that makes I can sense. relate. I can
0: mm-hmm. relate absolutely. It's um, an attitude of gratitude. That's what I call it. Definitely. So I mean, you have yeah,
1: to definitely appreciate it in order to expand on it.
0: mm mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do you get enough sleep? <laughs> I don't know, I don't. I know I don't.
1: Sleep is very elusive in this household, (laughs) but it's getting better. You know, Mm -hmm. I think before I I started IVF, I know that in order to be healthy, you have to have a certain amount of sleep. Mm -hmm. And I've also realized that now that I'm older, I'm 45 years old, I'm tired. (laughs) I'm Mm -hmm. tired. And having a newborn and a toddler just adds to that it contributes to that tremendously but Mm -hmm. it gets better and I think also you have to work on it it's something you have to work on um, which means putting all the other things aside in order for you to get to bed early enough so that you can actually be a good functioning human being the next morning and yeah I think it's part of that whole spiritual thing and whole mental state it's It goes along with that. If you're not giving yourself what you need, just in the basis of of feeling good, Mm -hmm. then all the other things are gonna fall off the wagon. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely important for for you to focus on that and make it a priority to get to better. It's something that I'm still struggling with and it's gotten a little bit better because my daughter did not start sleeping through the night until a month before she turned two. So and that was just maybe three months ago. <laughs> so mm. it's definitely a new concept, and I realized sure, yeah. with that shift in her sleeping more uh, or sleeping through the night completely that mm-hmm. you know I kind of scramble to get things done. Oh, I have the time. Let me do it now and get it done before we go to bed. And then I looked at the time and it was eleven o'clock, and that didn't yeah. help me. So I've had mm-hmm. to learn to kind of put some of those things aside to focus and prioritize sleep in order so that I could I'd feel better and feel whole enough to interact and be present with my daughter, which is the primary role.
0: Yeah, that's good. Um, motherhood, that definitely equals strength. Um, the, the amount that goes into this motherhood role is, is, is endless. So for anyone that can get at least six hours of sleep, um, I think it's, it's remarkable um so that's good as a a mother in your 40s with a baby and plans to have a second uh, can you tell me what are some of the frustrations that you have with motherhood because I know for me uh, there's a lot of things that I didn't expect would go along with motherhood I thought it would be super easy and in fact in you know I can look back and say, in doing this in the 20s and 30s is definitely a lot easier for different reasons. And then there are some reasons why it's, it's better in the 40s. So I'm not saying one's better or than the other, but it's just a different experience. I, I just know that being a mother at any age is, is, is exhausting. Um, can you tell me some of the frustrations that you that you may have right now?
1: Actually, the only frustration I've had, I knew it was going to be hard. I knew
0: -hmm. it was going to be
1: hard. Mm -hmm. Um, But the only frustration that I really have with motherhood is not finding the time for me. You know, as women, everybody (laughs) in front of us and you you have the baby and obviously that's a huge chunk of your time and energy, but then you have your partner and your yes. dog and the house mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all other things that come into play, <laughs> and then by the end of the day, you're spent, and there's yes. no time for you. And right. that's my biggest frustration: is how do I, in all the things that I do as a mom, as a full-time you know employee, as a wife, as a homemaker, you know all the things, how do I find time for me? Because mm-hmm. I there was a period there where I would just be completely lost and my hair is a mess and I have no makeup on. And I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh "My God, what happened to me? And mm-hmm. I was so tired that it didn't matter. I, I don't care. But yeah. deep you, yeah. you do. You really you do care because yeah. it's like a whole view that used to be there is gone. Yeah. And that, the frustrating part is how do I, knowing all the things that I know now, how do I factor in that time for me, whether it be 10 mm-hmm. minutes, what to do, and mm-hmm. I'm so frustrated with it, honestly, because I'm not sure how to get there. I'm getting yeah. better, you know, I'm getting better because I, I'm doing a little things here and there, you know, mm-hmm. me time, um, but it's not where it needs to be, and I'm it's mm-hmm. still working progress and I'm not sure how it's going to work when I add another child to the mix Mm -hmm.
0: so that's another yeah I I I'm I feel you I'm with you on that exactly and for me I think the solution is going to be um, getting help because I like you and your husband we my my husband and I we don't have any relatives or anybody that we can lean on for for help around the home so, um, I, and we're getting through this COVID period now, we're almost, I think we're getting close to sort of the end of it. Um, so we're at that space now where we're like, okay, it's, it's probably time to bring some help at home. And, and I think that's going to help me get a little bit of be time that I can schedule. <laughs> we'll see.
1: Yeah, fuck with that. You know, it's a little hard because my husband does a lot of work overseas. So when he's, mm. he's not home, Mm-hmm. And so I do a lot of solo parenting, which is fine. I, I'm okay with that. Um, but it does take away from that because I don't have that built-in partner here. Like right mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. I'm back for another two months. So I'm home alone with the baby, and it's all me all the time.
0: Yeah, I understand.
1: that is a bit hard sometimes just yep. to, to deal with because you don't have yep. the time for yourself either. Uh, I, totally
0: yeah, dead. I... I i can relate with you on that too alexis the first year of my um, daughter's life my husband was traveling probably 75 percent of the time and i was scared like you and i can get into a separate conversation on this i was so scared to be alone with my daughter and 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 i and i had to like that's just i had to there was no way around it but um i know it's hard it's hard um before we let you go let's get into one last question if you've got time um Is there anything that you think every first time mom beyond 35 needs to know? Whether she has the child, if she's trying to conceive or she has a child now, any tip that she she should know?
1: Give yourself grace. Mm, That's good. We're not not perfect. Our parents weren't perfect. Our families aren't perfect. No one's perfect. Mm -hmm. And as women and as new moms, we want to Mm -hmm. fit into that mold of the perfect mom Mm -hmm. and there is no such thing Mm -hmm. and so I think if we just do the best that we can with what we have and be okay with that knowing that this season of life is just that a season yeah then all the other things that are less of a priority will fall to the bottom and what is the priority will rise to the top and that is what's most important so I guess just shifting the mindset to, mm-hmm. to value what's really important during this time. So maybe the laundry isn't, you know, the first thing on the to-dos list and maybe an extra snuggle is what's needed for the day. Oh, nice. yeah. and, and, that's, and that's okay. Even mm-hmm. though you're snuggling while you're looking at that pile of laundry that's been haunting you for the last two days, but it's, it's okay because pretty soon you're going to have all the time in the world to do the laundry. Yeah, that's true, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So give yourself grace, it'll yeah. all be okay. Yep. And that's
0: good.
1: it's just part of the process.
0: Great, thank you for that. Now everyone, uh, we do want you to know how you can connect with Alexis. She's got a an Instagram and um, a Facebook. Can you share with us, or sorry, YouTube channel share with us your handle
1: sure on both of those uh, we are at we are the mornings so on instagram it's just that at we are the mornings and so is our youtube channel now we're Perfect. fairly young we're still getting started but we did want to document our experience of uh, trying to conceive as an older parent um, through the IVF process and then you get to come along into our daily lives as well
0: yeah that's good I'll post that in the liner notes as well. So you can look out for that, everyone. Okay. Thanks for being here with us today, Alexis. Um, We are Moms Beyond 35 and we are doing it. So more power and more grace to you. Thanks a lot, Alexis. Have a great day. Thank you.
1: Thanks Thanks for having
0: me. You're welcome. Thanks for being here. Bye. I hope this helps someone today. You can find out more about Alexis on her Instagram page at WeAreTheMorings. Please also check out my Instagram at 1st beyond 35 Thank you for listening and all your support.